Hi, everybody. Welcome to KBK, Kosher Books for Kids. I'm your host, Yoel. And I'm your host, Yoel's mom. Every week, we will be handpicking books to read with you. All the books will be fun and family-friendly. We're looking forward to reading to you. Can't wait to read with you. Hey everyone, tonight we're going to read. Hi everybody. Yeah, we'll saying hi. Tonight we're going to read Miss Coco's Logo part 3, hopefully the last part to this book, and we're going to try to get through this part a little bit quickly because it's very late and Yoel needs to go to bed. Okay. Chapter 9, Stalling for Time. That night I used my secret flashcard system to write 10 poems. I brought them with me to school the next morning. Did everybody write a poem last night? Asked Miss Daisy as she went around the room collecting our homework. My dog ate my poem, said Neil. That was not true. True, Neil doesn't have a dog. Miss Daisy looked mad. It was the second day in a row that Neil didn't turn in his poem. Then I asked Miss Daisy if I could use the bathroom. She said, okay. When I went out, Neil was at the water, wasn't at the water fountain in the hall. I went into the boys' bathroom and heard a child crying. I went and sat in the stall next door. Psst, hey, Neil, is that you? Yeah. You need an, a poem, I asked? You got an extra one? Shh, quiet, I whispered. Sure, I have an extra one. You want to buy it? Let me see it, Neil whispered. I opened the door a crack and looked out to make sure nobody else was in the bathroom. Then I took a poem out of my pocket and slipped it under the stall to Neil. Hey, he said after reading it, this poem doesn't rhyme. Poems don't have to rhyme, I whispered. Do you want it or not? I don't have all day. I'll take it, he said, handing me a bunch of coins. But now I won't be able to buy any lunch. Lunch is way overrated, I said. That's so mean. This poor kid is not eating lunch because AJ is taking his. AJ is uh, taking his money. Thanks, AJ, Neil whispered. You saved my life. Don't mention it, I told him. There's plenty more where this came from. Just don't tell any girls where you got the poem. I won't, Neil said. You won't tell Miss Daisy you sold it to me, will you? My lips are sealed, I told him. But not with glue or anything. That would be weird. Chapter 10. You snooze, you lose. Every day the tote board in front of the school had a new number on it. 650, 700, 750. We were getting close to a thousand poems. Words must have been getting out about me. In the next week I sold poems to Ryan and Michael and some other boys in my class. During recess, some boys from other classes came over to buy poems from me too. I was raking in the dough. That means I was making lots of money. Writing poems was a great way to make money. I almost didn't want National Poetry Month to end. Meanwhile, Andrea was speed reading her way through her encyclopedia. Every day she would annoy me with some new facts she learned about tigers and unicorns and walruses. Soon I'll be finished the encyclopedia, she told me on the way to Miss Coco's room and I'll be in the smartest person and I'll be the smartest person in the world 
After we got to the GNT room, Miss Coco came running in. Sorry I'm late. I had to put on my face. Where was it before you put it on? I asked. Miss Coco laughed and told us that today's assignment was to write a rhyming poem about animals. I love animals, Andrea said. This will be easy. I thought putting for a on while. Your face is like I think so, yeah. I thought for a while, tapping my pencil on my desk. I peeked at Andrea's paper. She was writing a poem about a cat. It was a total ripoff of the cat in the hat. Suddenly I got an idea. I started writing a poem called Animals Are Sorry, Weird. Guys, just like a dog. The word just flowed out from my brain. Bats will sleep upside down in trees and elephants are only are the only creatures that have four knees. Clams start out as boys and become girls later, but crocodiles don't become alligators. For dinner, an aardvark will eat a termite and cats can see better than humans at night. A hummingbird is the smallest bird and the only one that can fly backward. Did you know camel has three eyelids and mosquitoes don't prefer bite kit to don't prefer to bite kids? A beaver can hold its breath for five minutes and mackerels lay eggs almost with no without limits. You can hear a lion roar five miles away. Most ants are dead by their sixtieth day. A poor little owl can't move its eye, and if it eats chocolate, a parrot will die. Did you know a walrus can get sunburned? These are a few things that I learned. You won't see a dog or a cat with a beard, but animals, if you ask me, are weird. Where do you think he got all this information from? What's her name? Andrea. Andrea. How did Andrea get all the information? From her, from her encyclopedia. Yeah, look at that. Miss Coco read my poem and she started laughing and crying at the same time and saying what a genius I was. She said then I had to go show my poem to Mr. Klutz right away and ran out of the room. Well, Andrea's face went all red like a fire engine. That's not fair, she yelled. You stole all the facts I worked so hard to learn from my encyclopedia. I could have written that poem. So why didn't you, I asked. You snooze, you lose. Hey, that rhymes. I'm way more gifted and talented than you are, Low Andrea complained. I read the whole encyclopedia. You hate to read. You hate poetry. You hate everything to do with learning. But Miss Coco still likes you better than me. It's not fair. Ha, ha, ha. It was the greatest day of my life. (laughs) Chapter 11, King of the School. I was feeling great when I walked into the school store the next morning. I was bopping along with the iPod I bought on eBay with all the money I earned selling poems. iPod? He bought himself an iPod. What does it mean, an iPod? Exactly what it means. Like, Like, I have an iPod or it's like the other one? No, it's like the, it's like an MP3 player. You can listen to music and play games. It was the last day of April. I sold so many poems that I had more money than I could spend. Pencils for everyone I announced. I'm buying. Most of the kids were in the store. Most of the kids in my class were in the store. I showed the guys my iPod. That's cool, said Neil. I'm glad you like it, I said. After all, you paid for it. Where did you get that, Arlo? Asked Andrea. You always say you don't have any money. None of your business, I told her. The bell rang and it was time to go to class. The girls went running off and all the boys gathered around me. I need one more poem, AJ Michael said. 
Me too, said Ryan. One at a time, guys, I said, and I pulled out some poems from my notebook. There are plenty to go around. I gave them all poems and they gave me their lunch money. Oh gosh, this guy, this kid is not nice. Why? It's not nice to take lunch money from people. They are not going to have lunch. My pockets were so stuffed with coins that it was hard to walk. Man, I was going to miss National Poetry Month. Well, we did it, Miss Daisy said as she collected our poems. The students at Ella Mentry School wrote a thousand poems. This afternoon, we're going to have an assembly with a real live poet. Isn't that exciting? You're a poet, don't you know it? Yes, yelled all the girls. No, yelled all the boys. All the morning, I wasn't thinking about the assembly. You're right, or math or social studies. I was thinking about what I could buy with the money I earned selling poems. Maybe I'd get a new skateboard or some cool posters for my room. It was hard to enjoy my lunch in the vomitorium that afternoon. Vomitorium. Ryan and Michael and the other guys were staring at my food the whole time. Aish, that's really sad. I felt a little bad taking their lunch money, so I gave them some of my cookies. Line up single file, Miss Daisy said. When we got back from lunch, we walked to the all-purpose room for assembly, for the assembly. Andrea and her friends sat in the row behind me. After the whole school arrived, Mr. Klutz got up on stage. Wow, a thousand poems, he said. You know, Miss Coco tells me we have a very talented poet right here in elementary school. Will you please come up on stage, AJ? Everybody turned and looked at me. They all started clapping and cheering. I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know what to do. Get up here, said Ryan. Get up there, sorry, said Ryan. Michael and Neil pushed me out of my seat. I walked up onto stage. Miss Coco came up there too. She looked at me with her eyes and hugged me. She then handed me a sheet of paper. It was my poem about the weird animals. Read it, she told me, with feeling. You won't see a dog or a cat with a beard, but animals, if you ask me, are weird. When I finished, everybody gave me a standing ovation. Animals are weird will be the title of our poetry book, Miss Coco announced. And in honor of AJ, Mr. Klutz said, I have decided that tomorrow will be sit around and do nothing day. Tomorrow is Saturday, I reminded him. Exactly, said Mr. Klutz. So you can sit around and do nothing. Then I got back to my seat. I couldn't resist. And smiled at Andrea. I don't like you, she said. (laughs) Well, students, Mr. Klutz said, National Poetry Month is over. Boo, yelled all the girls. Yay, yelled all the boys. Hey, fine. Yelled all the boys. <laughs> I couldn't Finally, de- the boys were saying yeah. That's true. I couldn't decide if I was happy or sad. I made a lot of money during National Poetry Month, but money? now... M- oh, my. Yeah, well, come on. But now, at least I could go back to being a normal kid again. I promised that if you wrote a thousand poems, I'd invite a real poet to, real, to visit our school, Mr. Klutz said. Well, I always keep my promises. I'm so excited, Andrea whispered behind me. I wonder who it will be. Ah, this was going to be the most boring assembly in the history of the world. We would have to sit and listen to some poet talk for the next hour. I should have brought a pillow. 
the curtain behind Mr. <laughs> Klutz opened and everybody got quiet. You'll never in a million hundred years believe what happened next. I'm not going to tell you. Okay, okay. I'll tell you, but you'll have to wait till the next chapter. So turn the page. A real live poet who isn't, who is alive. First, this weird purple smoke started pouring onto the stage. Next, the sound of drums started pounding out of the speakers. Then the lights went out and laser beams started shooting all over the place in different colors. The drums got louder. The lights got brighter. Then this guy ran onto the stage. He had on a baseball cap and he was wearing a long purple cape with sequins all over it. He had on sunglasses too, even though he was indoors. It was Mr. Hind, our old music teacher. He quit. After he went on to a singing show on TV and became a famous singer. He's not a poet, Andrea complained. Yo, 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 Mr. Hind shouted. Let's get down and funky, because I'm so hunky. Let's all do the monkey. Mr. Hind did a monkey break dance, moving, spinning on his head. Then he got up and started rapping. It's good to be back at elementary shack. This school is whack. Little water off a duck's back. Quack, 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 quack. Everybody went crazy. Mr. Hines started hitting Mr. Klutz's head <laughs> like a drum while he sang a rap version of Green Eggs and Ham. Mr. Hind is out of his mind. Miss Coco started dancing around like a nutcase. All the kids got up and started dancing too, except for me. I was afraid that all the money... I got was going to fall out of my pocket. It was great to see Mr. Hines again. After the assembly, he gave us his autograph and copies of his new CD. And then we had to go back to class. It was almost time for the three o'clock bell to ring. Everybody was tired from all that dancing. Ryan and Michael looked like they were about to faint. What's the matter, boys? Asked Miss Daisy. You don't look very well. Uh-oh. I'm hungry, Michael said. I'm starving, Ryan said. Didn't you boys eat lunch, asked Miss Daisy. We didn't have any money, said Neil. Why not, asked Miss Daisy. Michael looked at me. Ryan looked at me. Neil looked at me. All the boys were looking at me. That's when the most horrible thing in the history of the world happened. I guess all those coins were too heavy for my pockets or something. They must have ripped a hole in them because that very minute, coins started sliding down my pants. They spilled out the bottom of and clattered all over the floor. I knew it, Andrea shouted. Arlo has been selling poems and taking the boys' lunch money. Is that true, AJ? asked Miss Daisy. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I had to think fast, so I did the only thing I could do. I ran out of there, and I'm not going back, ever. I'm going to go to Antarctica to live with the... Penguins. Maybe I'll finally get kicked out of the gifted and talented program. Maybe I'll get kicked out of school forever. Maybe next year we'll have National Skateboarding Month. Maybe Mr. Hind will come back to school and teach music again. Maybe Andrea will stop being annoying. Maybe Miss Coco will stop thinking I'm a poetry genius. Maybe 
I'll be able to convince her that I'm just a regular kid who threw some flashcards up in the air. But it won't be easy. All right, guys. So does he end up getting kicked out of school? I don't know. We don't know that part, but we're going to say goodnight. And we will be reading a new story, sorry, next week. Goodnight. Goodnight.